Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata, back on The Fan on this Super Bowl Monday. We're talking Knicks. Before we get back to the calls, BT, I was looking over the rest of Ben Stiller's Twitter feed. Like, here's my issue with him. Again, I'm not questioning his fandom, whatever. It's all positive. Everything positive. And I get that with the Knicks. It's been mostly positive this year. Uh-huh. For me to be a true fan, like you've got to be able to criticize a little bit, no? Uh, you know, yeah, that's part of the territory. But um, you know, now I'll probably side with you if he does become uber critical. Uh, and maybe he was when they deserved it over the years. You know what they do? Psh, he ain't sitting there. Yeah, well. These guys know that. But still, you got to. No, no, like- I'm not saying it's right. You still got to be. You know, beholden to what you view is right. And, and I'm not saying he's going to go out uh-huh. there and rip everybody and say, this guy stinks and that guy stinks. I wouldn't expect that, especially somebody from as high profile as he is. But, like, it's okay to criticize the team or it's okay to make, like, speak real about what's going on. Yes. Now, the reality is of what's going on with this Knicks team is they can win a championship. Started the show by talking about, I think they should go out there and make a trade. I think that they need to make a trade. I'm not talking about superstar, but DeJounte Murray, to me, is the perfect fit. Fire the final bullet, put this championship team together, and go make a run of the title, BT. Uh, he's a little more critical than you think. Uh, give me one. Well, what? I just did a little Google search. Yeah, it says... Yeah. Uh, this was November 8th, so it was going into the 2022 season. All right? Okay. And he said, let's see. He said, this isn't something you choose. It's what I think, like, who would even want this pain? Ben Stiller on supporting the Knicks. So, and then he says he's going to be in his mid-60s by the time the team actually rebounds. So he's been a little, right. a little more critical than you think. I mean, uh, let the guy enjoy the ride, dude. I, it's more I, like, I, what, the nine, on. ten games straight, whatever it was, before it got interrupted? Yeah, but why, okay. What, you supposed to lambaste Leon Rose? How dare we lose no, a game on national no, TV? No, so then we why, suck. Why can't he then just come out and say, hey, you know what? Great winning streak. We were shorthanded. It, you know, we'll get him next time, whatever it may be. You don't need to list, like, no OG, no, no Julius Randle, no Mitchell Robinson, no Quentin Grubb. Like, no bleep, Ben. Who's the phoniest Knicks fan out there? Who's the phoniest Knicks fan that's on the air? Let's dig into those weeds it's for on the second. air? Yeah, let's dig into those weeds for a second. Yeah. Like your boy Stephen A. Smith? Oh, no, he's I, – I, I don't think he's the Knicks fan that I am. I know he's yeah. not. That's what I'm saying. You're, yeah. Are you, I mean – I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, he, I'll put him on that list. I, I tell little, you. you know, but, he's, but, and here's how I define it. Yeah. You're not going to like this either. 
because you checked out as well. If you check out, and yeah, Sal always says yeah, I'm a I 90s earned, Knicks I earned, fan. I earned it. Well, 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 no, I no, no, hold, no, hold on. I'm, I'm going to push back yeah. on that. You actually, I can make the case that it's the opposite. You're going to keep picking on Ben. I'm going to start picking on you. Because think about the Sal, self-professed 90s Knicks fan. Yes. <laughs> 90s <laughs> Knicks fan. That is true. That was the easy part of the ride, dude. That was when the you, only part but, of the okay, ride for me. I yeah, grew up with it. No, I know, but you just said you earned it. No, what you, I, you I, Dude, I lived and died with every possession of those 90s teams. I got news for you. Everybody did in the 90s. Where you right? earned the stripes really comes when you do not abandon the team when they're 23 and whatever the hell the math is, 59, oh, I think that sounds about right. And it seems like you may be a jump ship on a lot of those seasons, Sal. Yeah. So I, maybe I, we should worry about you and not Ben. I, maybe, maybe, <laughs> but, but here I am. Here I am. I'm back, BT. And then look, when I lived in the city, I had season tickets for the Knicks. I happened to be that 54-win season. That's fine. How did you afford that back then? It was partial. Okay. Partial season tickets. How about would you yeah, have dude, uh, I'm single living in the city? Would yeah, you it's true. Uh, like I split it with somebody else. Maybe like nice. a, you know, twelve game plan, whatever it was. Uh, by the way, it was not cheap even then. Uh, You're talking about 2012, 2013. Got to hit up Big Mike for some uh, down payment uh, on that uh, back uh, in the I day. Was, I was not here at the loop? time. I, you know, oh, I, I was working at SNY. Okay, I was doing. I don't even know. I might have been doing down on the minors, doing the other radio as gotcha. well, part time. But gotcha. Look at yeah. you scrapping. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I thought it was be cool to live in the city and have the the uh, like I said, partial tickets, whatever. Anyway, I was always a Knicks fan, but yeah, I will admit, and I've said this plenty of times before, that it was impossible for me to invest in the team the same way that I did in the nineties in the t- you know the the bulk of the last twenty years. Well, remember when you're older. Well, that's number one. Number one. Number two, they gave you nothing to latch on but, to. But not only did they give nothing to latch on to, like, it was it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're talking about going from the the almost the apex, the, as high as you can be for us, almost winning a championship in 93-94, again, getting to the finals, 99-2000, experiencing that, to go back to winning, you know, whatever it was, 13 games, 17 games, you're like, bro, yeah. That's like fans hang on. They don't jump like rats. I didn't jump. I just couldn't pay attention to it anymore. I got into it with Porzingis. I I was hopeful that Sweetney was going to be the guy. Mike Sweetney, eighth overall pick, I think, from Georgetown. He was a mess. I remember Frank Williams running point. Sweetney. Hey, Marbury at the guard. Remember Mustaf? That was a little bit earlier. Gerard Mustaf. I I believe he was a Maryland. He was a one or two year kid. I remember the name. Yeah. But like, if you ask me, like the. Clarence Weatherspoon oh, or the uh, who else Howard Isley. Yeah, that was Howard the team. Isley. Yeah, Travis Knight. That's, I mean, those teams. Kurt like, Thomas Part Two. Even, oh, dude, it was Keith Lee. Van Horn. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, atrocious. It's embarrassing. But Ben didn't jump like you. Yeah, I'll get That's out of here with Ben. Uh, Phil <laughs> is calling from Shirley. What's up, Phil? What's going on, boys? Hey, Phil. Hey, anybody who says Jalen Brunson is not a superstar has not been watching the Knicks this year. Agreed. That's one thing right away. I gotta say. Um, I got to agree with Sal, though. I think we do have to make a deal. I don't think we need somebody big watching this team. I feel like we need a backup point guard. I don't really trust McBride. Also, looking at it, I feel like we need some size. I know Precious has been playing out of his mind Mm -hmm. and Hardenstein's been playing out of his mind, but I can't trust Mitchell Robinson coming back during the playoffs. Randall coming back in a couple weeks, like hoping that he's going to be what he is. I'd love to go out and make a move. I know this isn't size, but... And we haven't talked about it. DeMar DeRozan, I feel like he fits perfect, you know. And Drummond. Well, BT's four. mentioned him last week. We brought that up. We brought his yeah. name. I'd, I'd rather Murray. I mean, DeRozan, I'm okay with that mild upgrade, but I would rather Murray myself, BT. I, well, I don't think DeMar DeRozan at this point is enough. Uh, he's, he. I mean, 
I think they got enough with a healthy Randall and, and OG to get there. Yeah. There's no locks. Listen, nobody's getting on the air saying the Knicks are a lock. To right. get. This is not One way or magic and bird. Right. You know, going with, with their respective teams and with those supporting cast, Hall of Famers, coaches. No. It's, it's really looking what they have. Maybe more specifically, looking at what's possibly in front of them in terms of what other teams don't have. You know, and coming up with a sensible equation. Can the Knicks make it happen this year? And I submit that they can, even without a crazy trade. You won't have to give up a ton to get DeRozan, like you'd have to give up Murray. So you can take a swing with that two-guard that you look I know he's not a right. three-point shooter, right. but the two-guard that you think they need. And I understand what you mean by that, because then if you get that guy, DiVincenzo takes fewer shots, maybe a, a, a role more situ- or suited right. for him. And then you take a bigger swing this offseason, because I'm almost positive DeRozan's contract is up. So you can do both. You get to more now. You don't have to extend them. Let them walk. Boom. And then you get all the uh, first-round picks. You get whomever you want. Yeah, I want the shot now. The guy that I want But you aren't taking a shot with DeRozan. No, no. Murray. I want Murray. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the I shot. That's the only Because now you get him for the rest of this season. You take your chance to go win a championship this year. You have it next year as well. That three-year window that we talked about. Yep. The time is now. I mean, that's the bottom line for this Knicks team. Time is now. And you want to wait till the offseason. That's on you. I want to go for it now. I got you. I understand that Especially part. Especially that Randall is not, you know, likely out for the year. I know they said they're going to reevaluate, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, dislocated shoulder, two, three weeks. If we got the news, and this is also where we disagree, which is funny, if we get the news that Randall was out or got the news, whatever it may be, that Randall was out for the year, then I'd say, all right, well, take a step back because it's not going to happen this year regardless and reassess in the offseason. That would be my take yep. then. Michael yep. is calling from Plainview. What's up, Michael? Mike, what's cooking, buddy? Hey, Mark, I have to tell you something. You guys make a lot of points. And one of the things about being a listener in New York is that you don't really get an original idea. So you got to take a side. Okay, so um, I think that the chemistry issue, which one of the other uh, other callers brought up, is so key. Do you want to bring somebody into this plug-and-play coaching where a guy comes in and is not, you know, he's selfish and doesn't move the ball around, there are very few teams that you see that move the ball and play aggressive defense like this Nick team. So my point is that, yeah, I don't think that they need anybody. I think that, I've said this before, I'll say it again. When you're hot, you know, you're never as hot as you are, uh, and you're never as cold as you are. You're somewhere in between, all right? So you got a little reality check when the Lakers came in. So, what are we what are we getting back? Yeah, we but see, I don't even OG think that was a reality back. check. I think that's the wrong way to evaluate that game, Michael. All due respect, where that wasn't a reality check to me. The reality, like Ben Stiller said, was that the Knicks are banged up. I saw a team they that all f- banged up. They, well, they they ran out of gas. There's nothing they could do. They didn't have enough to overcome LeBron and AD. If they had Which, their guys there, they would have beaten the Lakers. I firmly Which believe that. My, that's my point. They don't really need to do anything. When they get Mitchell Robinson back, they'll have that extra length. It's not going to It's not gonna cause havoc with the chemistry. Uh, I think that that's the one player that they need, which makes their, which makes their uh, big men stronger. And, uh, and I, I think that, that maybe not making a move and not ruining the chemistry is the thing to go. Now, I just want to make one more really quick point. Uh, do you think that we can get the uh, playoff MVP? We can get the uh, uh, coaching, uh, best coach of the year and best front office in the same year? I don't know when was when that was Yeah, done. I mean, historically, I'm not sure. Do I think Tibbs has a chance to win it? I do. Uh, do I think he's going to? Probably not, but he's got a shot. 
Uh, Brunson, I, I mean, I, I can't speak to what he's going to do in the playoffs, though I expect he'll be awesome because he is awesome. And, Playoff uh, MVP? Why wouldn't you just say regular MVP? I, I think maybe that's what he meant. That was addressing what he said, right. but I, I kind of thought that's what he meant as well. Uh, I think that it's a bit of a long shot. We talked about the odds the other day, but to say that Brunson doesn't have a fighter's chance, especially if Embiid misses you know, a, a large swath of the season, and he's going to, mm-hmm. and the Knicks keep winning, and if Brunson's able to continue to play at the level he's been at and the Knicks win... I think you should get extra respect because you're doing it without, you know, two, without 40% of your starting five. When both of those guys are really good. So that would be a, a lukewarm yes on my part. And the other, the executive of the year, to me, that, listen, you got to look at the Thunder. You have to look at them because they've got actually more draft equity than the Knicks. But if Leon Rose is not in the running, top two, top three, given for executive of the year, then people have no idea what they're watching. Also, he did it in New York. Yep. And he did it with a team that was in way worse shape than the Thunder. Like, he took the, the – dude, you know how much of a mess oh, they were for years. Ugh. Multiple people. Yeah. And I give Donnie Walls credit. He started the process of getting him out of it a little bit. But then they went back in. Mm-hmm. Oh, Phil Jackson screwed everything. Like, they, they Derek were – Derek Fisher. Dude, they Hornacek, were – Hornacek. Steve were, Mills. Oh, my God. Who, for some reason – and I like Steve as a man. I've met Steve Mills a lot. He is a gentleman, nice guy. smart guy, good man. He just didn't do a good job. That's it. And he had a job for life there for some reason. They were a disaster. Mess. Rose is the first guy, even better than Donnie Walsh, cleaned it up the right way here. All right. He brought up an interesting point about getting Mitchell Robinson back, which is going out because Mitchell Robinson is a significant upgrade over Jericho Sims. I like Jericho Sims, Mm -hmm. but you're talking about pound for pound, player for player. Like, think about the role there, how much that is an upgrade when you get him back. We know about Randall and Adenobi. Dude. If you look at this roster and try to pick apart the weak links, there are very few. But you need to upgrade Grimes and potentially McBride, right? I like McBride. I'm not looking to give him away. I know what you're saying. But where they're at now is worth giving up on those guys for a a home run move now. That's why you talk about Brogdon and DeJounte Murray. Dude, Mm -hmm. that, that team is loaded. Yeah. They're locked and loaded. Achua off the bench. You have DiVincenzo in a different role. Again, think about how strong that team would be getting Anunoby and Randall back and then adding DeJounte Murray and Brogdon. Or or just DeJounte Murray and another backup. No, it's 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 real. I mean, I think that the Knicks, I said this, you know, several times. I said it earlier in the show today. I think one through wherever you want to go. You want to go ten? You want to go eleven? I think the Knicks, one through ten or one eleven, just have the absolute best roster in the NBA. Doesn't mean that they're the favorites to to win the, right. the championship. Let me at least contextualize that a bit. I believe that the that the Knicks have more serviceable NBA players, just serviceable as a baseline starting point, than any team in the NBA. I, I truly believe that anybody that is either in their rotation or on the periphery of being in the rotation when certain guys come back and they get bounced to a lesser role, they are truly NBA players, period. The one issue is they've got too many similar body types. 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", range. It's a little top-heavy there. You know, you, and I love Devin Chet. You got Dante, you got Grimes, so I'm cool with all Fonny. I just don't think he's ever going to be what we thought he would be. You know, you, you, I get it. You can upgrade the two spot, but you can't give it away. It's got to be the right move. Chris is in Marlboro, New Jersey. What's up, Chris? Hey, so I've heard uh, a lot of the talk. I don't think that DeJounte uh, 
would put them over the top because I think that he needs the ball a little too much and you want the ball in Brunson's hands. Yep. But I like the Brogdon uh, acquisition off the bench because I don't think McBride should be handling the ball, but he could definitely shoot. So putting him next to Brogdon, who could just set everyone up, I think that would be the best uh, deadline acquisition they could make. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I want more, Chris, and thank you for the call. <clears throat> While I would be interested in Brogdon, obviously, off the bench, if you add Murray, and by the way, it's not just adding Murray who's a skilled shooter or a weapon in certain areas. You talk about well-rounded, all-defensive team twice. He's an, all one, he's an all-star. Like He could play, man. He is a star player to add to a group that already has two all-stars, and he complements them well. I would not be worried about him being on the ball at certain times or taking away from Brunson. I don't think there's anything that's going to take away from Jalen Brunson's game. I think Murray is the perfect fit. He's not a superstar, but he's another star player to fit in with this team. All right, a couple things. You think he's a top what player in the NBA? Around, estimate. I don't know, it's whatever. Throw a dart, see where it lands. Top what? 30, 25? I mean, that's what All right, I, I think he's probably better than top 30. Yeah, 20, 20, I'd say anywhere between 17 and You're talking about Dejounte Murray? Murray. Okay. So, to me... If that's where you believe Where do you have him? 17 to top 20? I'd say like high teens to early to mid-20s. Okay. Listen, I love his game. I respect him. So you're talking about having three top players. Yeah. Where do you put Ananobi in that? Uh, outside of that, but in terms of usage, right. not usage well, rate, but usefulness, I should say. Right. Uh, he's a he's a platinum player for this team and right. for what they want to do. You need a guy like that. So, But in terms of you know top 20, no, he's probably more like top 40-ish. I think that if you're going to make this massive trade that we've all been waiting for, don't you think you need to make it for somebody who's an indisputable top 12 player, yeah. top 10? No, because they already have two of those guys. All right. Okay, so that's a fair answer. Okay, gotcha. And I'm looking to complete the team here. We're not looking for just, hey, get this star and see what happens. Yep. Their team is is clean right now. It's ready to go. You, you could see, you could identify the points that they need. Mm-hmm. To me, Murray fits them like a glove. Okay, he might. He might. And again, if I'm wrong, I'll I'll th- thrilled take the L on this. I think people are focusing on one thing too much. Not that it's wrong, but you're missing something important. So the pushback is, and I did this a little bit. I don't I don't know how he and Brunson not coexist. That sounds ridiculous right. and corny and contrived, but they need they both need the ball. All right, so there's gonna be a little give and take, and somebody's gonna be a lesser player. And what could happen is if they both try to be too unselfish. To make it work, they could both take a step back, and that would be horrendous. Or it could work, and I could be wrong. But the thing that you need to incorporate, Randall needs the ball, too. Now, the good thing about Brunson being here, uh, forget about DeJounte Murray for a moment, is that Randall is now in the role that he's best fit. The reason why he was so bad against the Hawks, he had nothing around them. But when he's forced to initiate too much, he makes mistakes. We know that about Randall. But he still needs the ball. So now if you've got Brunson, who needs the ball, Murray, who needs the ball, and Randall, who needs the ball, you don't think that could be problematic? Uh, I do. I mean, could it? Sure. I don't think that it will be. Not with these guys. Because you could argue that that would have been the case with Randall and Brunson. And it's yet, different forward guard dynamic. Yeah. It's a different dynamic. I, no, I get it. But guard, I just like guard. That. I like that other option, eh. man. I think that that would be a legitimate. I think they're championship team anyway, but that really puts them over the top. BT and Sal on the fan. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Sal Akata back on the fan, talking Knicks this Super Bowl week. We're looking forward to getting into the Super Bowl itself, obviously, coming up Sunday. It is actually hard to believe, BT. I know we were talking about this off the air earlier. Like, it's almost mid-February already. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl is here. Like, man. And I know we always talk about it just goes so fast, but it feels for me like yesterday where we're getting set for Aaron Rodgers and the Jet season and doing the show with you for the first time, you know, for me being on middays and, and having fun doing the show with somebody else throughout the course of football season. Here we are. It's now over. One game to go. Super yep. Bowl Sunday. And then we get set for baseball. Pitchers and catchers be reporting next week. Thank God it's over. Because think about what the season was, both Jets and Giants, yeah. you know. So, listen, you're figuring this out now because you're earlier in, in fatherhood than I am. Your daughter's too. My, you know, mm-hmm. we have nine and seven, as you know. Listen, when you're a kid, summers seem like they go on forever. And it t- it feels like it, it, it takes forever for Christmas morning to arrive. Time moves slow when you're a kid. When you get older, it just starts yeah, blurring yeah, by, but dude. why is that? I don't know. I've tried different things to, like, try to slow it down a little <laughs> yeah. bit or make it feel – you're not going to slow it down, but make it feel like it slows down. Is it just because we have so much – What have you tried? Like, what are some of the things because um... – Well, just being more, like, cognizant mm-hmm. of the time yep. and, and feeling like trying to – Now, again, I say I do it – I try to do it, but do I really do it? Like, live in the moment more as opposed to – what is in front of you, or hey, we're looking forward to this. I, I thought uh, Al had a good, t- Al Dukes had a good tweet about this from John Mayer that was basically like, whatever it is that he's doing, he tries to appreciate because if it's something he doesn't want to do, he wants to rush it by. If it's mm-hmm. something he does want to do, it goes by too quick anyway. So the best way to do it is to live in the moment 
and each day at a time. Anyway, yeah, it's also to, easier to do that when you probably have $100 million tucked well, to the bank, well, live in the moment. But it does show, well, John Mayer. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I guess, but even, I mean, even rich people have to do things they don't want to do. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do this, so let's get through this, or whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but and they it, don't have things that complicate. No, of course they have things to do. Right. But different they, different yeah, type problems. And, and, and money doesn't right. bring happiness. I'm not equating right. that at all. There's, no. But when you have all of that money, the things that you don't want to do, you could probably find a way to get out of them <laughs> on some level. And the things that are, are truly distressing uh, are probably softened by no financial concerns. But again, please oh, let me be clear. I know level. money almost creates uh, more issues. I, I understand get it, that. But different level. So yep, even yep. forget him and just reality, like... How do you like if if everybody in life is like, oh man, can't wait till Friday, and we all do, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's Friday, here we are, Friday, going into the weekend. Yep. The problem is if you're doing that, you're rushing away the majority of your existence. Can I tell you how I did it? And I think you have to do it with your kids. Okay. So we get in the car. So it was the last Friday night. We lost a travel game by I think a point, one or two points. Dropped to zero and five. We right. lost five games by fifteen Who's points. The coach of that team, uh, I am. Um, two, <laughs> two, <laughs> two and uh, two by two points, one in overtime. We, we've got a good team. We finally cracked through, but we were zero and five. Right. We get in the car. That's not about the game. It's yeah. about the moment. Mm-hmm. Get the game. We get in the car, and it's just me and Colt because Jen was at my daughter's rec basketball game. And obviously, I coached this team, right. so I couldn't be in two places at once, even though I wanted to be. We get in the car, and Colt says, um, yeah, he's pretty, he's pissed, he, he takes this stuff hard. But he's fairly grounded, like he's not like a lunatic, like because we lost basically at the horn. And, yeah, I always put music on, and I give him a little space to let him breathe, and we'll start talking about the game. And uh, he says, Dad, he says, I, f- I feel bad for you, for you and Coach Phil. I said, why? He said, because we haven't won yet for you. Oh. I said, I said, listen, bud. I said, you know when you got to feel bad for daddy? When daddy can't coach you anymore. Because daddy's going to be crying his eyes out. <laughs> so I say that to enjoy the moment. And you can. You've got to pick the spots. Easier said than done. Elusive so much more than we wish that it was. But if you are aware of it, you can kind of get things seared in your mind that you will never forget. And more importantly... Your kid will never forget. Well, that is an important thing. And I do think fatherhood or parenting changes uh, everything. Chris is calling from East Meadows. What's up, Chris? Hey, Chris. Hey, BT. Hey, Sal. I, I figured out the question to life you guys are talking about right now. Okay. Go ahead. So, so you ever go away on vacation and, you know, you go away for three, four days. It seems like a lifetime. New place. You've never been there. Yeah. And that's because you're experiencing something new like when you were a kid. I figured this out about five, six years ago. And every new experience, even if you're going, you know, someplace you've never been, that three, four hours feels like 10 hours sometimes, right? Right, but the problem that I have, the the problem that I have is if I go on vacation, I'm like, man, it went by in a blink. Absolutely. It goes so fast. Even even though where you've not just sitting there doing things, you know, going, Mm -hmm. even if it's three, four days, I'm telling you, another country somewhere, not just sitting on the beach. And then reminding yourself, not you know, leaving your phone in the room, all that stuff. I'm well, that, you guys, you guys there you go. Time. I no, will I like say, it, Chris, Chris, and thank you for the call. I will say, BT, we have, as a society, have gotten so bad with the damn phone yeah. and always being connected yep. that, like, I'm aware of it and I still have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. I hate the idea that we spend so much time in our phone and worrying about what's going on there. As opposed to what's going on here in, in the front moment. of us, 
Yeah, it's a major, major issue, which is why going on vacation could help because you detach and you don't have to worry about work email or or whatever. And you, sometimes the best vacations are where you go where you can't be reached, like no phones, no phone service. Period. And some golf courses yeah. are like that. I mean, really, probably but, the ones Boomer plays on, and, not necessarily me, but yeah. And then you could just get lost in the moment, man. Because you're right. Even as a kid, the days felt long. I remember right? playing wiffle ball till nine o'clock in the hours, night until yeah. the sun went down and the ice cream guy came. We'd yeah. be out there all day, right? And it felt. Like all day. Yes. And now, even if I'm off with nothing to do, I look up at the clock. I'm like, it's 3 o'clock already? Yeah, I did, and I did go? nothing. Yeah, I've done nothing. <laughs> I've done nothing. I keep uh, telling my wife every weekend, we got to do something. Uh, what are we doing here? I think one of the tricks is to get up early. Now, most of us have yeah. to anyway because we have certainly, I mean, we get up early for work. What time do you get up every day? About. Now I get up in the 6 o'clock hour. Yeah, me six, too. Six, yeah, I'm right around 6.30. Right. I get up at 6.30. On the weekends, I don't set an alarm unless we have like an early game at 8 or 9, which a lot of times we do. But if I don't, I can't sleep late. And it's not that my wife, she'll be like, you sleep in. You've been working hard. I, I, my, my body, my mind, probably more specifically, does not allow me to just lay there without moving and, and staying asleep. Right. I hear the kids. I hear a ball bouncing in the playroom. I hear fighting. Right. I hear <laughs> I, you know, pots and pans. But I'm like, I got to yeah. get up. But I think the key is, and I do like doing this, when I do get up and, and everybody's still sleeping, that private time is 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 important. Whether it's a cup of coffee, right? You know, because then it kind of sets the template for the day. You know? I think I think you, I think you do have to get up early and at least elongate, uh, have a little bit of a longer day. Dan is calling from Freehold, New Jersey. What's up, Dan? Hey, good morning, Chance. How are you guys doing? What's up, Dan? Hey, Dan. As a, um, I'm a little older than both of you, as a guy who's been going to Nick games since the seventies, um, they've always actually had good attendance. Um, they've always been like in the top three or five in the league. No, they weren't. Clearly, they have better attendance now um but i used to go to the games for years and then what they did to us we were behind the basket and i shared you know we shared four seats with four guys mm-hmm. they raised our they tripled our prices when they started doing the remodels tripled so i said wow that's that's a bit much you know so we you know we had to give them up couldn't do them i'm already still paying anyway as, as a jet fan with the PSLs. Uh, so, but anyway, wow, it's a lot, it's a lot of time, man. <laughs> Oof. We were, we three were stupid to do sign up for, by the way. Well, I mean, listen, um, if, you know, if you've got the means to do it, um, and you love it, then, and it seems like you've carved out a, you know, a, a good way to balance that. God bless you. It's awesome. Yeah, still. Yeah. I've been going to the games, that game since Chase Stadium. So we're talking about, and, and, and God, when they moved what a way to, to Giant Stadium, what a way when to... they moved to Giant Stadium, like we had Ford Shea, they gave you the option of getting more seats, which we did, but they couldn't be together. Um, so we have two separate sets. We paid 38000 in PSL oh for these God. six seats, by the way, just to let you know. Literally, I opened my window when we threw the money out the window is what we did. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, what's your point, um, though, Dan, on you get a point on the no, Knicks? The or Knicks but... Getting to the Knicks, I'll tell you this. As somebody, like I said, who's been watching since the Frazier days, this team, that trade, didn't just bring back better plays. It changed the whole psyche of the team. Grimes, Deuce. You notice, like, the players played, are playing with a much better confidence. They've bought into Dibs' system. So I think it was a trade that, that didn't just bring back better players, but it made the team better. You know, it made everybody pick up their game. So Well, they, I, gave, I up they, two, they gave up two players, and thank you for the call, Dan. They gave up two pretty good players, but you're right. It, it fit much better. With Ananobi here, it you could see it. You oh, knew yeah. it. You knew it after the initial shock value of wow, they actually made that trade and RJ and quickly are gone, and Ananobi is in. 
you, you knew on paper that, okay, this is going to fit. And then you watched it, and it's like, oh, my God. It's not even close, it's, dude. Yeah, it's not even I mean, you watch – RJ had a lot of games, you know, pumped in 20-something. When he got hot, he hit some threes. He'd get downhill. He could finish strong. You know, some games got to the stripe. Some days he did a lot of things well and a lot of things right. But then, you you know, you look at the plus minus, you're like, all right, he had 26 points, but he was minus nine uh, or whatever it might be. And, the, and that was probably more prevalent than it was not. And then you look at OG on an OB, and it's like, all right, he had 12 points, and he's a plus 26. Like, his impact on winning, it's not even close. It was a great trade, and that's how trades should be. And not everybody's just, you know, fleecing another team or getting a bunch of draft picks. They, the Knicks traded two solid players, mm-hmm. one with really good potential and quickly. And RJ, fine, whatever. For a piece that fits them perfectly, you have to love that. All right, coming up, we'll uh, reset hit with the crown in a little bit. I also want to get into one note, BT, that has something to do with the Super Bowl, but not directly. We'll do that on the other side as well. When this happened, you talked. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. About it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We'll get back to your Nick calls here in a second. Before BT, you have your Knicks thing. I'm going to hit you with this. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give me your Knicks thing, or do you want some breaking trade news involving a local baseball team? Let me hit the baseball. I know it's not big, because you wouldn't be reacting this way. 
John Heyman has tweeted out. Remember, we did so when we were on the airwaves on. Yeah. <laughs> we already got the looks down. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm waiting. John, John, no, he, we were on the air when John Heyman announced <laughs> that uh, the Mets signed uh, Fujimani, uh-huh. or whatever, uh-huh. last week. Uh-huh. By the way, the guy throws over 100. I, he's he's, he's actually up there. Yeah, you kind of sleeping on him. One of the better power arms in the game. I think 98.6 or so is his average fastball. Who, who, who's getting home here? All right, John Heyman tweeting, Caleb Ferguson is being traded to the New York Yankees. He, I'm going to guess he's a pitcher because <laughs> they don't really have much room for position guys in the 40-man. Oh, yeah. Caleb Ferguson. I'm also going to guess he doesn't top out of the 102 miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> Let me just at least do a cursory check on his numbers. Do you have anything? How old yeah, is he? I Who the hell up. is he? I know nothing yeah, about the guy. Who is he? So he's 27 years old. He's a lefty. All right. Need those lefties. Uh, let's, he was with the Dodgers. All right. He, winning he, organization. He pitched to a, I like it so far. He started seven games. Uh, let's see. Started seven games. Oh. Uh, a little versatility. Yeah. He's a, okay. he's a flex guy. He had a okay. 3.43 ERA last year. 17 holds. Let's see what is. Any oh, other numbers here you want to see? Good signing. His whip last year was 1.44. Yeah, that's not good. What about his Ks? What does he What does he do well, Hobby? Except, uh, he struck 70 out 70 and 60 innings. So. I mean, that's, yeah, a big time. that's a big time ratio. He walked 23 guys. That's not ideal. So I, got it, I got it all up now. So, all right. He is in his uh, He's in his prime. He's a lefty. You're not banking too much. He's coming from a winning franchise, the Dodgers. Uh Little swing ability, start relief. Oh God! Little death, I love little you insurance. Paint the, you yeah. paint the great picture. Yeah, Fujinami <laughs> mocking off the I air. I wasn't mocking him. I just didn't know who he was. Yeah, like I, guess, I don't know who this guy me is. The guy's a fireball, though. Yeah, but the guy that you brought in had an ERA of seven. This it, guy's three change. Correct. Here's the bottom line: both of our teams are having a disappointing offseason. Little too anonymous. Some of these dudes. They're signing these guys we never heard of. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, what's uh, going on uh, here? Uh, Caleb Ferguson being traded to the Yankees. That's great. Who the hell is he? Uh, I don't know. All right, who had a better war between those two? Don't look. Don't look. I'm going to say that it's your guy yeah, because why? you're a Mets fan yeah. because he's going to make you guy look better. Maybe because better he's war? got a smile I'm... ear to ear wearing his Mets yeah. gear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> his Mets sweatshirt. <laughs> Caleb, oh, Caleb, last year, Caleb Ferguson's war was point one. Fujinami yeah. was minus 2.1. Oh, oh advantage us. Oh, and I have a question. You know, I'm pretty sensitive. I probably don't come across as sensitive, but I'm fairly sensitive. I mean, you guys never wear the white Met jacket that I got you guys. Why not? No, you didn't wear it once. It's not the season for it yet. It's still a little too cold for it. Right. It's, I, I can't go out. It's three degrees today. Dude, yeah, it's a it's a light jacket. Dude, it was 28. You said it's cheap? No, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Told you I was saying that. It was, it was no, 28 degrees when I left the house. That actually morning. was. Today felt different. Th- this week, I agree. two reasons why I haven't. Number one, because it's still too cold, I think, for that, although I did wear it once. Mm-hmm. Number two, I got to get back in shape, dude. You think it's too uh, I'm revealing? Struggling. No, it's just, right. it fits nice. Snuggy? It fits the way that it should fit. Okay. But Come I on. don't. Fit. I don't feel comfortable yet. What are you going to well, Stop crying about it. What are you going to I'm do? Trying. But are you? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously some, <laughs> some stuff has gone on the last couple of weeks here, but I'm trying, man. I'm trying say to do this it. for you for three months now. I'm what depressed are you doing man. about it, man. I'm, de- I, I'm depressed. I'm unhappy because I eat, and I eat because I'm unhappy. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, boy, uh, to my defense, my fit is great. I'm just a puss. I can't go out. I can't wear it in the. In the it's too cold. Really? It is an ice it really See, I'm the kind of guy, cold. like, if I have to run to the gas station because our gas station also has like milk and eggs and stuff, I. I'll I'll go out. I don't care if it's twenty degrees out. I will have flip flops and shorts on. I'll do that. The shorts are fine. I need to have something like warm on top. Yeah, on top. I feel I'm the same way. On top. I'm with you on that. To get the garbage or whatever, fine. But to to actually go to work, and I need I need to be bonded up. Franco is calling from Garnerville, New York. What's up, Franco? Hey, bub. 
Hey, how's it going, guys? How are you, Franco? Good, good. Um, so I was watching the, the Lakers-Knicks game on Saturday night, and everything that people say about Thibodeau, how he's a good coach, but he overworks his guys, that, that looked pretty – that looked very much the case on Saturday. I know the Knicks were undermanned, didn't have the two most important players other than Brunson on the team, but I feel like maybe a guy like Kyle Lowry off the buyout market come in, take some burden off Brunson, let him rest on the bench maybe 10 minutes a game. You know, I, I don't think I saw Brunson come out of the game the second half once. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, they 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 can't. And thank you for the call, Franco. They can't. Obviously, they're depleted right now, which is why you can't expect them to beat the Lakers. The other night, if you watch the game, it's clear as day. You can see it. They're they're running Brunson into the ground. He's the only legit option that they have. IBT don't love the idea of Kyle Lowry at this point. I would much rather have Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Another uh, Nova guy. Yeah. Kyle Lowry played at Nova. Another Nova guy. Yeah, how many years before? Uh, he was. Uh, he had to be. I would say eight, nine. That yeah. was like Jay Wright's early teams. I, I just I like Brogdon myself at this particular point. I I'm not opposed to it. That's what they need. They need mm. a veteran backup. To me, that was very obvious once the trade was made. Yeah, I like McBride, but that's not a. You need a veteran point guard to give you solid postseason minutes. I, I would agree with that. That's a philosophy that, um, and, and you know, an area they need to attack here. You know. I do think that you could get a little bit too wrapped up into how the game unraveled on Saturday night. All right, I know they were outscored 33-19 in the fourth quarter, but they did lead by six after three. They were up a point or two with like seven change to go. And then they clamped in on Brunson, and, and nobody else was out there. But you're going to have Randall. You're going to have OG. And Precious has been a, a, a bit of a revelation here in terms of what he is. I didn't know he was quite this good. Played 42 minutes, and he took some shots during that stretch where they couldn't score. Randall's taking those poor, shots. Poor OG's Manzo. taking yeah. those. Well, that's the thing. When they See, we saw a little bit of the postseason on Saturday night in the fourth quarter when teams clamped down on Brunson. However, what we didn't see was how the Knicks are going to respond with a healthy team. Anunobi and Randall. Everything changes. That's what we need to see in the postseason. What was your Knicks thing that you said? Oh, oh good. Good yeah. memory there. So we were talking about Knicks attendance before, right? And the caller said, you know, that yeah. Knicks attendance was never down. And it was, but I just wanted to, you know, let you know how much it was. I found something from March of 84. Is obviously way after Clyde's dealt in the late 70s, right before Patrick. Uh, as I read from a little New York Times excerpt, despite 10 victories in their last 12 games, including five straight, Bernard King's Exciting scoring feats and a chance at winning 50 games this year. The Knicks have not excited the fans, averaging 12,000 wow. in attendance in the late 60s and 70s. Blah, blah, blah. Hottest ticket in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about the, the Knicks drew 8,764 Tuesday for the Suns and 7,900 for Thursday's game against the Cavs. I mean, that is 1984, not 1944. So similar to the Yankees in that regard, isn't that right? Crazy. Those are minuscule numbers. I knew they were bad. I didn't know that they were quite that low, but I knew that there was uh, I, I, I could, a good four or five year you now, know, after you, Clyde pre Patrick where people just didn't go. Do you know what they've drawn over the last 20 years? They sell out years? every game. But that's what I mean. Even even when they're like. They sell out every. Uh, yeah. Sell out. Maybe not a full. Now I know. But I'm saying maybe not a full sellout, but basically. In the last twenty years, oh no, they had even a with the team being, streak. That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. with the team being awful, 
people yeah. still go to see them. But you know why, though? And I me, know, me, the tourists. Well, there you go. And me and Teak would talk about this nationally when this would come up, just trying to, you know, I would try to find like three or four minutes about the Knicks because you couldn't talk about anything positive about right. the Knicks. So you had to talk about something negative. And, you know, one of my points back then was the the impetus to really change things organizationally was never there because there was never empty seats. And that wasn't me getting on the air advocating don't show up. I, don't, I never tell people how to spend their money. But when you've got a city of 8 million people and Lord knows how many tourists coming in from all over the world, they want to go see one of the world's most famous sporting venues out there. So they don't care who's playing. And then with the influx of international players in the NBA, you'll you'll see – you know, swaths of fans with, with with different flags, not so much now, but when they were horrendous, to come and root for the guy on the opposing team that's from their country, a Croatian player, whatever it might be. Yeah. So they, you know. When, and it's why they could charge the Knicks and Rangers charge, you know. 100%. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, what think about this. Basically Salvo. 200 bucks a game to get in, even for, you know. Not great seats. No, it's insane. But if those numbers that I just gave you, 8,000, 7,900, like they were back in the mid-80s, you know, averaging around eleven or 12,000, if that was the case, I mean, now, because they're good, but, you know, during Phil Jackson, Derek Fisher, Jeff Hordaseg, Fizdale, if those numbers were there, don't you think, that's why I use the word impetus, the impetus would have been on Dolan to really change things? Right, hey, we They were always this. making money. I know he wanted yeah. to win, but they were always making money, so it wasn't as... It didn't seem as problematic on the business side. All right, we'll, we'll come back, hit you with the crown reset, the top story of the day. We've been talking Knicks. Do the Knicks need to make a trade or not? We'll get to that on the other side. Plus, get back to your call. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.